Hello, Luke here. I would just like to take a moment to disclose upfront that we sometimes talk about sensitive topics in our podcasts, and in fairness to our audience, we will try our best to put specific warnings in the descriptions of each episode. Now on with the show. Jesus showed us everything we've got. We go to school where creation gets taught. Our lives are mild, but they'll soon be crazy. You want to ask my mom to the prom? Your dad, the pastor, won't fuck my mom. Our lives are mild, but they'll soon be crazy. I accidentally got pregnant, praying away the gay. So. I hang with Cass and Roland instead of Hillary Faye. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask. What, what was the song? <laughs> oh, uh, it was a bastardization of uh, Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. Oh, gotcha. That's why I was like, fuck. Oh. That's why I was like, this is wow. either going to like land or not. <laughs> Are you hear it now? <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome to the Nostalgia Killers podcast, where we revisit films from our youth to see if they still hold up or should be inserted into the great DVD player in the sky. I am Luke Lones, joined as usual with by at Chuck Starzinski. That's right. It's at Chuck Starzinski. That is my Venmo. If you want to send me anything, it's at Chuck dash Starzinski. I do take, um, you know, I mean, hey, I know you're not on Patreon. You might be on Venmo. <laughs> you can get us that way. And also, once again, Taylor Diffenderfer. Hello. And finally on the podcast, Lauren Heaney. Hello. Yay. My loving wife. And her husband. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched Saved. Yay! <laughs> all right, all right. Who's down with G.O.D.? I know what you're looking at, Mary. And Jesus does too. I still don't think he's supposed to be white. Of course he's white. Oh, gosh. Yeah, what's up, guys? You are backsliding into the flames of hell. You're performing an exorcism? Yes, I am filled with Christ's love. You didn't tell me Pastor Skip was so nice. Mom, we're shaking Skip. <laughs> Secondhand smoke kills. I'm counting on it. <laughs> Jenna Malone, Mandy Moore, Macaulay Culkin, Patrick Fugit, Heather Matarazzo, Eva Amori, Martin Donovan, Mary Louise Parker. While attending a Christian high school, a teenage girl struggles to keep her unexpected pregnancy a secret. All right. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Let's watch it. All right. <laughs> Speaking of let's watch it, I know this was Luke's first time watching it. Yes, this was my initiation for this. I, I'd seen this this movie poster 
on Netflix everywhere because it's got like a lot of my favorite actors like uh, Jenna Malone, Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why I never saw it, but I didn't. What do you think? Oh, it's funny as hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I'm, I'm regretting not having seen it. You know, twenty years ago. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it probably when I was around 13, 14 in that age range and just watched it with my best friend at the time. And I don't know, it's very much in the genre of movies that I was into watching at that time, which was coming of age. Sure. Still is, honestly. Um, so <laughs> yeah, this movie slaps, holds up, right on. loved it. Yeah, uh, I I also watched it when I was like, 13 14 and i was i remember i was homesick from school and my dad i had like one of those small tvs with the vcr built in Mm -hmm. and my dad came home and had two vhs tapes that he bought for me so i would have something to do while i was sick and one of those tapes was matchstick men with nick cage (laughs) yeah and the other was saved Rand- both bangers, honestly. Both bangers, yeah, super random. Um, I think you just saw teenagers on the cover and was like, eh, this will do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've seen it so many times since then. It's really like solidified itself as like a perfect comfort film. Like whatever I'm sad sure. or sick or just need to feel there something, I watch this movie. That's why, we're, that's why we're here, to get to that. Yeah, <clears throat> awesome. Yeah, I was 15 when this movie came out. Um, I definitely liked it when I rented it, but honestly, I don't remember much from my initial experience. Like, I blacked this movie out. Um, I do remember the snarkier bits, and I remember Macaulay Culkin and Ava Amari, I think is how you say her name, uh, Ava Amari's characters, respectively, but yeah, that's about it. And then I revisited it definitely in my early 20s. Um, I did enjoy it. I also was smoking a ton of weed, so I also, once again, greened it out super hard. Um, but much like Ghost World, I don't think it really resonated with me as deeply as it does now. Like on this viewing, I was like, oh man, I wish someone made a movie like this when I was a kid. <laughs> oh wait, they did, and it's this movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I suck. <laughs> I definitely, when I was thinking about it before we decided to, to do it, the things that were that stood out to me were just like the Mandy Moore's character being like, you know, super funny, but psychotic um that's the part i remembered and i was really surprised by the like sweetness like chuck and i cried multiple times when we watched this movie together on monday openly wet yeah (laughs) it is such a heartwarming film honestly and that surprised me on the rewatch yeah Yeah, it's like a really like welcome beacon in a sea of movies during this time period because like maybe that's why i don't remember it as much is because in my mind's eye, like in my memory of watching it when I was 15, I only remember the snarkier anti-Catholicism bits. Mm-hmm. And then that just kind of like fits in with everything else that would be going on in like 04. It's like, oh yeah, this is like a uh, religion version of 40 Days and 40 Nights, basically. No, I mean, that's what 40 what? Days and 40 Nights should have been. <laughs> yeah. But um, what I mean, like as akin to like TNA for 40 days and 40 nights this is like "Eh, we're gonna skew sexuality this time we're gonna skew Christianity like that's kind of how I remembered it so that's why I was also watching it on this time around I was like have I actually seen this movie I don't know if I have like I I had I mean it's played 
I've seen the intro and I've seen the credits. I remember, you know, we'll get to the end. I remember how it ends. So it's like, it happened to me at some point in my life. <laughs> right. But everything in between, I was like, oh, oh, like I was just taken aback. It was like, it felt like, yeah. Felt like being on a roller coaster for the first time. And, but everyone's like, no, no, no. Like we've, you've been to uh, Six Flags before. <laughs> like you've been with me. <laughs> I'm like, I have? Well, I guess I have. Let's move on to people's most nostalgic scenes for you. There's so many. Yeah. It's <laughs> it also was hard kind of picking and choosing which scenes were like I guess my favorite mm-hmm. which sure. is that what we're doing like yeah, in it's this just category like, it's, it's mostly top five like yeah it's like a greatest you, hits. You, you can have 40 yeah. you know but like what's your what's your top three um surprisingly the one that like hit me the hardest was the bathroom scene after yeah. she's been kind of the pregnancy is uncovered for the first time and she like has gets this off her chest to you know the mm. crazy I, lo- I love the development yeah. of cassandra the character cassandra like, that's like so good right there she comes in and is just like doesn't make a big deal about it is like this is the fact you look like you're having a bad day let's get out of here and yeah. it's just like brings in the overarching theme of the movie which i think is like actual unconditional acceptance and love instead yes. of performative christian values and i think this scene kind of exemplifies it in a really beautiful way well put it was mm-hmm. also just yeah i think that's the first time i cried in the movie <laughs> i was just like oh. it's kind of rare i feel like in a lot of movies that i watch to see people just genuinely being nice to each other, which I don't know what that says about my taste in movies exactly, but um, yeah, it's just heartwarming. Absolutely. Yeah. Super uh, rare is just to see two teenagers being nice to each other in a yeah. movie ever. That's, <laughs> and it works so well with that, the dynamic between those two specifically, you mm-hmm. know, because she, you wouldn't expect a character like Cassandra, or, you know, I think we as an audience, it's not super surprising that Cassandra has this arc you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah she is a good person like we knew that but to have mary find that out i mean i i don't know it's just so (laughs) absolutely um the other one which is one that i did remember fairly accurately from several years ago when i'd seen this is the welcome assembly with like the pastor (laughs) skip introduction which he's he literally like front flips onto the stage like clearly body double absolutely amazing it was him damn it front flip to whoop there it is that's right and the girls have just finished performing their their like little group what are they called again? The jewels? The Christian the jewels. That's right. The yeah. jewels have just finished their inaugural performance. And there's just a lot going on in that scene, like praying together, everybody's like hands waving in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really like fun encapsulation of like really setting us up to understand the world of this school mm-hmm. and how people are all on the same wavelength of this is the values we have and you know so that was another one that i really loved and then my third which is one of the funniest scenes in the movie i think is the exorcist scene yes that's what i wrote down too (laughs) which is absolutely amazingly unhinged and literally like i am filled with christ love throws bible and then she's like are you kidding me and then runs away they're like yeah. trying to haul her into the van with the bible oh Ugh. she's about to get abducted yeah, yeah. seriously yeah. you're just jealous of my success in the lord that's right 
But <laughs> also, like, that giant van just, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's that's like one of the funniest scenes I've it's possibly yeah. ever seen. So yeah. it, was, sure. it, was, it was a trailer park exorcism. It yeah, was, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Impeccable. <laughs> the power of Hidden Valley Ranch compels you. <laughs> How about you, Taylor? I mean, you you pretty much name like also like my top three. Really? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to just elaborate uh, further on the assembly scene because you, there's so much that happens there's in that a lot scene. That it's goes so on. good. <laughs> I also just love when Mandy Moore is like singing her song and then it, like stops to be like, oh, I mean that. <laughs> She's singing about how the Lord's so good to her, or whatever, and it's just oh, Mandy Moore in this role is everything to me. She, man, she's so good. Also, just. The hand waving from them, mm-hmm. from everybody at a mm-hmm. certain point, mm-hmm. is just something that I have never like personally done in my entire life or felt compelled to do, and it's just really funny to me. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, same, same. Um, and then the my favorite part of that assembly is when Cassandra starts speaking in tongues, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. just like, "Mata Pozzo." <laughs> <laughs> And finally, Mandy Moore's just like, she's saying she has a hot pussy. Like, that's what's happening. And the boys are like, she's going to show her boobs. <laughs> that was like the moment. Like, even like Cassandra's entrance is like, you know, it's like, okay, she's the rebel. Like, you know, yeah. she's just like, I hope the secondhand smoke kills you. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to park in that. Yeah. Out of her car, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then just that really solidified her as like, you know, someone I kind of looked up to. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was creepy or pathetic how the pastor tried to fold it into the performance, the speaking in tongues part. Oh, you know, it's a little of both. I, I think it's like, yeah, I think. Well, I think he genuinely thinks that that's what's ha- like, even if he I think there's a part of him that's like, OK, she might be making fun of what's going on. I don't think that he caught on to her, the pussy bit. OK, Um, I think there because I just recently watched a documentary about evangelical christians and like the speaking in tongues that's not abnormal like that's like pretty like for for some groups for some well yeah the evangelical yeah specific groups but i think it makes sense in this context like for him to embrace it so i didn't i didn't read it as creepy but i can see how you might yeah yeah he definitely like you know he's playing the politician role too i think so maybe yeah yeah where it's just kind of like uh, you know the pastor he's cool like you know he's a fun guy he does backflips and like you know he's in on the joke too kids but also at the end of the day it's about Christ's love and it's about getting straight you know getting your school work done who's down days. with G-O-D exactly I'm good, down with the G-O-D Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man okay because you are mentioning oh, there's so many good moments i really do love when um mary finds how mary finds out she's pregnant oh my god <laughs> yeah watching the is it valerie valerie bertinelli the like mm-hmm. lifetime movie and she's like well found out i wasn't pregnant it was the cancer you know and then exactly that was like the most relatable thing because like i mean that's what you know i i never got accidentally pregnant as a teenager but I, that's what I would think, I sure. would prefer yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. Especially that. with that limited it's amount so of stigmatized. education, right? Yeah. 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 Also, just having your period be like 
a few days late and then doesn't matter if you're like a virgin teenager you're like i'm probably pregnant <laughs> yeah i don't know how it happened but the yeah. fear is real yeah um, <laughs> on that same note i thought i had an sti when i was a virgin <laughs> uh, it was an ingrown hair yeah <laughs> but it was like uh, oh there's something something touched something and then maybe i borrowed i borrowed some shorts maybe i don't know like oh god oh god oh god oh god i'm like i can't tell my mom <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because i think your mom would be one of the most accepting parents oh, yeah, and exactly. just be like uh yeah uh so we'll get you some medicine and you're gonna be fine <laughs> yeah love you mom <laughs> um i think i can mention two more and one is um the first like hangout between cassandra and roland oh uh, hmm. that's on yeah uh, you we guys have least... touched on everything except for that so yeah far. it's 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 so cute i really love their romance and yes. uh, uh, also, like, kind of connected to that scene is them catching Mary, walking out of Planned Parenthood, and uh, it goes into Mary cussing at the the giant cross. Mm-hmm. Like, I that <laughs> I love that scene so much. Like, she's so vulnerable in that moment, but it's so goofy. It's like the worst thing she could do <laughs> is just say, "Fuck." You know, like a giant cross. There's a really fun line in that scene, too, that, like, I'm sorry if I'm stealing anyone's band name early, but there's, uh, like, Cassandra is insinuating why she would be going to a Planned Parenthood. (laughs) Yeah. And Roland's first reaction is like, oh, fuck, she's got a pipe bomb. Yes, (laughs) yes. She's like, okay, two reasons. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, I think there's a better chance of that pipe bomb. Exactly. Um, And then the... Uh, towards the the end after prom when Hillary freaks out and drives her van yes. into yes. Jesus, into Amazing. the giant Jesus statue. So good. Yeah. With her giant pimple. With her giant pimple. Yeah, everything about Bright that. Bright blue and eyeshadow. Cassandra and Roland running to her aid, you know, because they're good people, even though she's a piece of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she's clearly in distress and... I love that the head falls on the windshield and she's like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) On first viewing, Luke, did you have any favorite scenes we didn't touch on just yet? Uh, No, that that pretty much, I mean, yeah, it is a first viewing. Uh, I'm going to watch it again. But uh, Cassandra's and Roland's burgeoning relationship is what I like the most. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They're they're the two characters I identified with the most, I think. Yeah. And um, trying to, to... quantify what this plot was and there's actually an a b c and d and e plot so there's a plot with uh jenna malone Mm -hmm. b plot Mm -hmm. cassandra and roland c plot mandy moore d plot patrick fugit and his dad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh right yeah and then there's like another one patrick or uh yeah mom and pastor skip yeah oh yeah that too so it's like uh, the story still works even though it's so fragmented yeah it's like Mm -hmm. it's done really well Oh, I think I want to touch on the Patrick Fugit character because I also really enjoy their romance as well. Sure. Yes, me too. Because it is built on that same principles of like the acceptance like when they mm-hmm. decide to go to prom together officially i definitely cried then because he's like <laughs> he just said like two chrisages i didn't know which one would go best and she's like oh, look oh. at me and he's like i don't care yeah yeah, yeah. I don't care. I just like you. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. He is Turn, Turned out way better than his dad. He's a cutie. We yeah. can talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cutie with bad hair. <laughs> it, was, it was late 90s. 
<laughs> then the only thing that we didn't touch on, and it's just such a tiny scene, um, but um, the only other thing that I have on my favorite is uh, Hillary Faye's introduction at the gun range. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Where she's just like blasting targets and... <laughs> right in the crotch. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, There's it's, it's nitpicky, but there's a, a weird... Their choice of weapons is weird. Yeah. Um, I couldn't quite figure out what each one of them had. Like Mandy Moore has like a, a, a more common looking, you know, mm-hmm. firearm. And then Jenna Malone's has an old revolver. And her fucking revolver is huge. It's like Dirty Harry, 45. Because oh <laughs> the end of the barrel is fucking massive. And Mandy Moore's is like a, a, a smaller, almost a Desert Eagle, but it's not. But <laughs> it was just, it's just weird. It's the thing I, fo- I, I focused on. I thought the <laughs> filmmaker was trying to tell me something by what they chose. I think they were trying to tell you that it was kind of a lower budget, like teen comedy. And it was like, hey, man, these like, Paramount the- had these guns lying around. Just, these were the guns we could get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Might have been Dirty Harry's gun, you know, for all we know. Just like, they just dust it off and like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, turn it in by Wednesday. Here you go. I'm pretty sure I was just reading into it too far. (laughs) Also, there's a scene where Mandy Moore's like scheming and praying and it like pans over her room and there are like several gun awards inside of her bedroom, (laughs) which is just kind of amazing. I love it for her. Like, yeah. Someone tries to fucking rape me, like cocks the gun. Yeah. <laughs> well, according to their, I mean, to like their shots, like they showed the targets. Mm-hmm. Like there was the head shots and then the cock shots. Yeah, yeah. she's just it. going for the cock. Fucking mm-hmm. They could have yeah. been standing ten feet from the target. <laughs> Very Still small, good. great detail is one of the because you talked about the awards. One of the awards in a room is the eye for an eye, like gun range, <laughs> like sharpshooter award. <laughs> Which is like a perfect little just, you know, kind of nod to like, oh, yeah, no, everyone's missing the point of this whole Christianity thing. I, 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 I reflexively want to just exclaim Jesus, but like, it's like, yeah. it's, it's like spot on for this. Well, we talked about all the good. Um, does anyone have any worse scenes or moments that they wish you could forget? The, I mean, the conversion camp stuff, but I it honestly is just something that's just sad to me and it's still relevant today of like just shipping this kid off immediately but honestly it is serving the entire like thesis and plot so Mm -hmm. well and it's handled well so that was the only thing i could really think of it's a tight little movie like it rocks and there's not a lot of like bad scenes and every time something starts to build it it is actually resolved in the movie like yeah. the mom like considering sending her away or being neglectful mm-hmm. that is resolved because she has that come to jesus moment yeah. <laughs> and is there and shows yeah. up for her daughter and is fully supportive yeah. and you didn't ruin my life yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like yeah i love right. you you're the best thing to happen to me and i'm gonna take care of you too yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, I agree there's there's no there was no fat to trim on this it was completely everything was needed everything was useful well played yeah i'm gonna use that as my perfect segue so there's no fat to trim uh the only scene yeah for me is the public fat shaming of hillary thing yeah that's pretty fucked up oh yeah yeah where it's like yeah she's like a bully and she's out to get you and stuff like that but this is like it's like a very like below the belt punch kind of thing it it really is and it really stood out to me especially on this rewatch and uh i think Macaulay Culkin's Carrie Roland at one point says like um, now like people can see her or back then her outside matched her inside yeah which is fucked up to yeah. say because yeah. he's not meaning that in a good way no like, no she's no. a she's a 
never mind to tacky ass bitch. And so like, you know. She was ugly then and she was ugly on the inside yeah, kind of thing. And now that she's pretty, like. Yeah, that that was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Does not age well. That was it for me. But that was so on point for the time. It, it's true, yeah. So yeah. not that that excuses I'm, it at all. It doesn't. And I'm not super mad at, be, you know, it's not the most egregious thing in the world, but it really, yeah, I would. I could do with cutting that out of the movie and it would still be for sure, you know, perfect. I think the one, the one thing I didn't think I was going to have anything for this and I am still conflicted about this, but, uh, I really don't like, uh, pastor skip. Like (laughs) he he sucks. He sucks. (laughs) And I, and I thought that there was like maybe something redeemable about him and there really isn't. And, uh, I don't need personally him showing up at the end with flowers. I don't need it. I, I he doesn't need to have any type of redemption for me, and that yeah. still doesn't redeem him in my eyes. I was gonna say I don't even know if it is redemption. I think it's just like his last ditch. Like, okay, I guess I, I'll bring well, flowers. The way Ma- Mary Louise Parker, mm-hmm. her name, the way she looks at him, kind of makes it. Yeah, like she's like, oh, he he cares, and it's like I think it's. Like, this is a very generous interpretation of him actually hearing what Mary said and finding some way to actually try to accept himself a little bit. And that's, as I said, generous reading of the situation. Also, yeah, yeah, kind of unnecessary. I mean, I'm I'm really like, this is like a nit nitpick. Like, (laughs) it's never bothered me in the past. And I I kind of agree with what you just said. I just, yeah, for some reason on this for this last rewatch, I really had it out for Pastor Skit, man. He was bugging the hell out of me. My my impression was uh, it was the actor. <laughs> I do not enjoy he, that actor. He, he was no. the weakest link of the movie. <laughs> I, I think. fully oh, yeah. agree. Yes. And I, I, I think Don't we like didn't him. get like the intensity of Pastor Pat or whatever his name was. Skip. Uh, Skip sorry. Pastor Skip. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the way that he is is just like a disconnected kind of like his whole life is like when he's in front of doing his like assembly thing that's his like mm-hmm. highlight what he's living for but he's he's a personal personally like a mess yeah mm-hmm. like his wife is off in another country for years apparently and he's just like no i will not get divorced yeah and and at the same time he's dating mary louise parker so mm-hmm. right they were oh, i'll save that for a different section <laughs> <laughs> she's quick she is. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting used to it. No, it's all good. So are we. This is our third episode of this format. So. <laughs> I like it. I mean, you Thank know, you. there's very Keep little it bad. Yeah. I think about this movie. A lot of this is, this is a highly quotable movie. I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. Think so, yeah. I think if I had seen it earlier, I would definitely be quoting it. <laughs> it used, this is a very rewatchable movie, in my opinion, because I, I watch it. Pre- often. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for you to like. Oh yeah. For you sure. know. Watch it more. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was, um, I mean, I think at the time it came out, I didn't really think of Macaulay Culkin as much of an actor or a thespian, but he mm-hmm. fucking nails it in this. And he's actually yeah. got a deeper character than I think he's ever played. And he's cute. <laughs> he's got great hair in this one, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we just kind of like, you know, we wrote him off too soon. With like, I grew up with him as and then all his brothers, and then. Well, I was gonna say, I think like Kieran like picked it up and was just like, oh, like wait a minute, like my brother can act, and no one can see that. Yeah, 
I can act as well. I'm just going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to show the fuck up. I love Kieran Culkin. Yeah, me too. Oh my God. so good. Me too. Cool. We're going to move on to the cocktail? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so for this movie's cocktail um, is actually a mocktail. Um, we have the Restored Virgin Mary. An ounce and a half of vodka. Two ounces of tomato juice. A tablespoon of horseradish. A dash of celery salt. Three dashes of hot sauce. Three dashes of Worcester sauce. A squeeze of lemon. Fill a glass with ice. Pour in the vodka. And then immediately strain out the liquor. Mix the rest of ingredients over said ice and ask Jesus for forgiveness. We all have our slips. <laughs> very nice, very, very good, I like it. It's yeah. delicious. It I is. make a mean Bloody Mary, I don't know. That's, I will brag about that. We um, did violate this virgin Bloody Mary again. You know? That is true. You just gotta put your hands up and pray, Lauren. That's right. It was a rough summer. Everyone everyone had to have committed some kind of act of sin or adultery. <laughs> Let's go take a nap break. And we're back with Act Two of the Evidence Board. So this was released in 2004. That's about all I got. Uh, <laughs> so I just looked down at my notes when you said it was released in 2004 and something very dated in this movie. Uh, when Jenna Malone's character Mary is searching gay after finding out her boyfriend's gay, it's on AskJeeves.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Robeck. Yep. We were still asking yeah. Jeeves. I love it. Yep. Uh, it cost $5 million, but it made $10 million, So that was a hit. That's right a success. Yeah. yeah. Written and directed by Brian Danley. Uh, the original script was way darker. Uh, there was a bit with Hilary Faye and Cassandra speaking in tongues to each other. <gasps> that got cut, apparently. <laughs> and then it was like almost Heathersy, like in the original script. Uh, it ended with Hilary Faye shooting up the school. <gasps> oh my God. The original draft was like way Dude. darker. Whoa. I kind of want to see this movie. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm glad it's not this movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the uh, the film is semi autobiographical. Uh, Writer director Brian Danley based uh, his the good chunks of the film on his own experiences of coming out as a gay young teenager in his Christian community. All right. Uh, yeah, he like did not have a great time. He got like kicked out and basically sent to like conversion camp and all that really awful stuff. Uh, speaking of awful stuff, several groups actually pulled out of this film last minute. They were already paid, um, but they pulled out due to its slander of Christianity, which how the fuck were you not aware of yeah. like things being said in a movie? I don't know. But um, yeah, they lost like several key locations like day of the shoot. And then the original prom band also bailed like last minute. Bizarre. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. But on the uh, brighter side of things, uh, in 2008, they actually launched a very successful staged musical version of this film. Oh, that's really? I, yeah. I, do, I do remember that happening. Foreign. <laughs> Let's do it. We're making really intense eye contact right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Should we produce this fucking play? Oh, my God. We can get some of those kids we saw in that last musical show. We could. Oh, my God. Okay. Wheels are turning, we'll talk, ladies we'll and gentlemen. And then for alternative casting, I just have one. Um, Anne Hathaway was originally supposed to play Hilary Faye. Oh. Um, she accepted the part and everything, but had a severe scheduling conflict with Ellen Chanted. Okay. So she chose Ellen Chanted over Saved. 
which I mean, you got to chase that Disney money. I get it. This <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's a whole whirlpool of uh, crossover with Princess Diaries, yes. actually. Yep. Totally. Mandy Moore and Heather Maserato. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Both in that. Totally. Which, by the way, love her in this movie, like oh. getting the tiara at the end. Yeah. Tia is an unsung hero in this oh, film, yeah. right? She's so, she's so good. She's, she's there. She's trying to get in, but she doesn't put up with shit when things start going bad. Hillary Faye, you bought them for yourself, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny in this movie. Um, I didn't have anything for Usual Suspects. I don't know about you. Oh, I got a bunch. Oh, you got a bunch? Uh, just, oh, just, I'm excited. Like, just like what Lauren said, um, the Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. But um, we got Heather Matarazzo. So these are the usual, usual su- su- suspects is um, people involved in this film who are involved with previous films that we've done. Oh. Um, so we got Heather Matarazzo, who I love. She's in a lot mm-hmm. of things. Um, but she's also on The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, okay, okay. So this is like, a, I was like, because I didn't see anything directly. So, okay, okay. I, I had to reach, but it's, all right, all right. it's, it's pretty I'll close. Give it to you. So in our last film, we had Michael C. Morano, who's uh, older Pete. Mm-hmm. Big Pete, as they call him. Big Papa Pete. Big Pete. We have uh, Jenna Malone, and um, she was in the film Johnny Darko with Maggie Gyllenhaal. There who you was go. in 40 Days mm-hmm. and 40 Nights in the last movie. Mm-hmm. And we have Patrick Fugit, who was in Wrist Cutters with uh, Shannon yeah. Salsamon, who was also okay. in 40 Days So it's a little Kevin Bacon action. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've got we to gotta put the red yarn across the Yeah, I'm down yeah. to start doing that more then. with this Because with this <laughs> category, I've always been like... Well, this is the first one that's actually happened. Yeah. All their other films have been so wildly different mm. that nobody's been involved or shared films with each other. So This isn't, I don't think, the point of the category, but I did want to take note of it because Pastor Skip and Mary Louise Parker were both on Weeds together, and he plays <laughs> right. an equally talk, like way more toxic piece of shit, but they are romantically involved in that. Oh. And it must have just been like a few years later yeah. when she got that, because it's right around the same time, I think. And I, yeah. I remember her name a lot, but I never watched much of what she was in. Mm-hmm. But I do remember both of them on screen together way more. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, I always get her and Parker Posey confused, which they don't look alike or anything. Dude. It's the I think it's like the, the name and like stuff. So I'm always like, so oh, Parker Cross. Posey is the lady in weeds. Right. Not at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for usual yeah. suspects. That's amazing. That was some. Oh, some, thank you. Some some well thought out jumps. Some yeah. uh, some desperate attempts there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. <laughs> yeah. Those straws, you grasp for them and oh, they, yeah. you grab them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a whole... bale of hay right there, bud. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the evidence board. I'm, I'm picturing uh, Charlie Days. Mm-hmm. You know the meme. Yeah. The meme evidence board. You know we, we fucking reach. Yeah. Uh, nitpicks. Oh. Thinks I hate it. Uh, I just got it. I got a couple small ones personally. I've got, yeah, I've got. One that was brought to my attention by our dear friend Ivy Miller yesterday when I was talking about Saved. Yeah. Which is uh, Eva Ama. Amorari. Amorari, yeah. Cult thing. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, is she part of Nexum? Yes. Oh, no. I loved her. Damn you. You broke my heart, Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra, the gal who plays her. Um, after this, she kind of went on to Battlestar Galactica, I think. She's in that, and there she hooked up with one of the blonde ladies on there, and they're part of a cult, and they actually got married, so they wouldn't have to testify against each other in regards to this cult. Wow. Oh, that means that Cassandra did a lot of the bad, bad. Yeah. That's what that means. Oh, she's a brander. That sucks. They were no. top tier bringing in, you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> young ladies to oh uh, get fucked by this cult leader. What? All right. Wow. We got a lot of. Uh, this oh, is true. Shit. Hi, this is future editor Luke. Uh, we did some research and we found out this was indeed not correct. It is wrong. We do a retraction. Please keep listening. Thank you. I'm going to do so, I mean, I believe my wife. I, I'm, I'm I a married man. Too. I stand by her. But I, trust, I, uh, I, I trust you. I completely that breaks my heart. got about it. Whoa. And then I was talking about Saved I had the no other idea day. she was. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to cancel and the hell out of her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this does change too. Ivy was just like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, I did not. But thank that you. That fucking sucks. It does fucking I, cause suck. Because she's my favorite character in this yeah. goddamn movie. Yeah. And I was about to talk about how hot she is and all this stuff, which is still true. Well, but I'm, I'm upset. I'm yeah. sorry. The, the, the one thing we deal with, especially on this podcast, is separating the art from the artist. Well, mm-hmm. we yeah. have to in this case. Because I, I, yeah. I, she doesn't exist as a real person to me now. Um, <laughs> only Cassandra, the character, exists sure. in my exactly. brain. Yeah. You got to you gotta separate. You know how many goddamn times Jeffrey Jones alone has broke my heart on this fucking podcast yeah. already? <laughs> We're almost called the Jeffrey Jones podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. Well, aside from it's that a, one, mine are small, right small potatoes. Uh, mine is just like, you know, it's 2004, so we're doing a lot of uh, homophobic slurs and fat shaming. Yeah. And then this is like nitpick, nitpick. But because, again, full Sorry. disclosure, Lauren said earlier, I cried, you know, but it does borderline on after school special during that final, like, let the uh, kids from the conversion therapy camp into prom. Yeah. And like, no, we can't kind of scene. It got me. Uh, waterworks were fully turned on, but the cynic in me does recognize like a little bit of like a, it almost gets there. It almost gets there with like a, like, you know, really there. Here's the message. This is the message. Look at the message. Can you read the message? It's in my hand. I'll show it to you. Um, but that being said, I mean, they still do a great job of it. So I, it's They're just like, Jim Malone, can you actually just fully explain the message of the movie? Thank exactly. You. Thank you so much. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't. That's, it doesn't bother me, but I. But I'm with you there. Yeah, it's my it's only like, it's like you're on the verge. Yeah. Um. I guess. Uh. This would fall into the nitpick category. Um. And you know, it's also. I don't know if it's like a sign of the times. It's still something that we in Hollywood, nowadays, we're not really doing very often. But um, casting. Uh, disabled actors to play disabled characters. There's that. It. It doesn't happen. Often mm-hmm. or ever, really. Yeah. Um, and as much as I love Macaulay Culkin in this movie, and it, it doesn't feel egregious at all. Uh, but, you know, that's just like one thing where I'm just like, ah, like, I, and I can't speak for that community, but like, I feel like that's just sure. such right. a blow. I totally you know? understand. Yeah. It, it, that did cross my mind as soon as I saw Macaulay Culkin in the yeah. wheelchair. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. don't like. I don't know, like the the disabled character and how they treat that character in the writing is, I think, really well done. Like, I it, it's not, I don't know. I just think they did a great job with that character. Sure. Yeah, I think that, and I don't know, I don't know if Macaulay was like sought out for that exact role, but I think Macaulay showed up and they were like, bro, we got a part for you. You're, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to bring you back into the limelight. You're doing a good job here. That was kind of my, I don't know, I don't, wasn't in the casting decision booth, so I can't speak to that. I mean, I'm glad he's in it. Like, I love him in this movie. Um, I have one nitpick that's, it's kind of standard for me, but uh, this being a white Christian film, there are three people of color that I counted, Mm -hmm. and they're so briefly, I I forget her name, uh, one of the 
gems. She's Vietnamese. Yeah. But her two parents, her adopted parents are black. They're in it for all of three seconds. Exactly. It was like, uh, she gets like, and yeah, um, that actress yeah. gets like three lines. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like, she does at least get like a big one at the end where she is like, kind of like, fuck you, Hillary Fay, like yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So at least they give her that. But yeah, it is like a, and we have the token person of color in the hangout group. It's a very white movie. Yeah. 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 Extremely white. And let's go ahead and take our second ad break. Yeah. Okay. I'm like looking into this now. I think, <laughs> I think I got it wrong. <gasps> oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, no. I think so. Cause I just like, it was like, I didn't fact check this at all. I'm That's going on hearsay. That's okay. That's what we're going to come. Me, we're going to come back with that right now. Me and Taylor, I forget which one it was, but we started the fake rumor thing. Remember that? We tried to, nobody listened I'm to sorry. it. I'm sorry. Fake no? rumor? You mean <laughs> the truth? The truth. Yeah. Try to expose <laughs> the truth. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. It's someone who looks very much like her. I can uh, see why not. Ivy was confused. Oh, Should we just let what it is be? Your name? No. No. <laughs> oh, <that was> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, not with that is one. Is that your job or Grace Park? Grace Park, I think. Okay, because Allison Mack's like the lady. The lady, which is, I knew who she was. Yeah. No, uh, our gal is Susan Sarandon's daughter. I knew oh, that. There we go. I, I knew Ooh. that, yeah. So she's a good lady, obviously. Yeah, well, right. I was about, like, it was going to bring me on this whole spiral. I was going to talk afterwards. I, I did like, see you get crushed. I'm very sorry. I was, I was like, so like, sorry I, I do that to Like, you. how is Susan Sarandon handling this? Like, <laughs> I clearly did not do any research. I was literally filling out the Should questionnaire. Should we call Ivy right now and be like, um, and put her on speaker? Put her on and be like, here. listen. Hey. You broke Taylor's <laughs> heart for approximately three and a half minutes. So, well, we would like to just formally apologize to Ava Amory. Yes, we are yeah. sorry, slanderous. Yeah. yeah, and I apologize, and that was my bad. Yeah. Are we still on break? Are we still on break? <laughs> or oh, always recording? So. <laughs> I know. I a break gonna, is a break. You I was know. gonna. I was gonna, I was gonna ask for back. Do we? Uh, well, I, 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 plan, like I, plan on, I plan on airing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as, <laughs> as our as our correction. Okay. Oh, so, oh um, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's no big deal. Okay. Well, listen. I uh, would like to take this time to <laughs> deeply apologize. I, I'd also consider just editing out the conversation about that from before. Yeah. So we don't get a yeah. lawsuit. But sure. I mean, as long as we have a correction, we're detracted. I don't know. Yeah. I'll leave it in your very beautiful, capable hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the lawyers come, I live in Mexico. So. There we go. <laughs> All right, once again, act three, the categories. Uh, who won the movie? Very, very difficult, oh, I think. No? I uh, have a thought. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> we got some opinions already. I have a strong right. thought as well. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, it's hard because there are, like, I, I, there's a part of me that just, like, wants to give it to Jan Lung because I think she's so lovely in this film. Mm-hmm. But it for sure goes to Mandy, Mandy Moore, right? Yeah. <laughs> she I like is, that we're all unanimous. Yeah. I was like, there's that thing where it's like, Oh, this is going to be the, the hardest like argument we're about to ever. Oh my God, yeah. Mandy Moore. Yeah, um, <laughs> she, she tears it. She up. tears it the fuck up, dude. She is so every choice she makes in this movie is genius. Mm. She is a comedic genius in this film. It's quite I, good. I, I've I never seen her. her in anything before. I didn't never listen to her music. Um, I'm missing you like candy. I was a big candy fan. Just because just I avoided pop culture during yeah. this time. I had no idea who she was, but she is hilarious in this. <laughs> yeah. um, and I care, kind of carries the movie. I, yeah. She yeah. Is, as, as, a, as the villain, whatever, she kind of does carry the movie. No, she like, gives you plot points. Yeah. Like, just be, her nastiness is what drives the film. It's like, oh, it's like, gotta hide the pregnancy. A, obviously because like unwed mother thing, but it's like, 
I think she's more afraid of Hillary Faye than yeah. her mom. Yeah. So it's like, no, no, no. Like, one day we will tell Mary Louise Parker, I'm taking this shit to my grave yeah. with Mandy Moore. Like, she's <laughs> never going to find out. Uh, I, I like the choice, um, but I put down Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wins every movie. I, I put down Jesus, duh. <laughs> duh. And Our also, Lord and Savior. Not guys. sure. Not sure if uh, anything that has been detracted now, slanderous stuff, will make it into the podcast. So if you're hearing this for the first time, you know, forget I said anything. But uh, I have, yeah, Ava Amaria is like very close second. Whoa, yes, yeah. I, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there are so many. Like, like I said, there's so many different plots. There's A, B, C, and D, and E. Like, there's yeah. a lot of things to follow in this. It's done really well. And I would say, like, the Jenna Malone character is pretty much kind of overshadowed. Her story and everything is almost mm-hmm. overshadowed by everyone around her. Oh, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't want it to be, but it, that's kind of how I saw it. I think every every plot really complements each other. You oh, know? I, I agree. Yeah. But I, I kind of forgot that Jenna Malone was in the movie for half of it. <laughs> sure. Just because it was focusing on so many other characters. Sure. Yeah. But that could just be my attention span. Mm. But uh, like I said, I mean, they did it really I mean, well. I, I've also seen this movie like a hundred times. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure if just I paid, paid more someone attention every to time. it. Yeah. 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 I think they can be seen as operating separate parallels, but yeah. they, in the end, coming around to the major point is centered around her and the reaction to the events that this, her pregnancy has set in motion right. in terms of everybody coming together in the end. So I guess in that sense, but there are a lot of times when there are just plots driving themselves and yeah. they're not relating to her at all. It mm-hmm. just, it wraps up so nicely. It does. It does. Yeah. 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 Even like showing the receipts mm-hmm. at prom, mm-hmm. you know, and then she's like, well, you also bought clothes from maternity girl. <laughs> and then Tia comes in with the save baby. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Tia being in that group wouldn't be there if she wasn't kicked out. And I don't know if yeah. any of the other jewels would have had the backbone to stand up the way that she does. Yeah, because she's Day. treated like shit. She's completely. like, enough is enough. Totally. Um, I know there's not like a fashion moment, but I feel like I just need to say it. You can give a fashion award. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm going to give, okay, great. I'm yeah. going to give an award. And then I'm going to give, um, what's the opposite of uh, an award? <laughs> A failing grade. <laughs> I think it's just stripping someone of their medals. Yeah. Okay. I have Deep to rocking. strip um, Mary's mom of her medals when it comes to that awful blonde wig. <laughs> Did you guys fucking notice how terrible that blonde? Thank God she dyes it back. But it's like, it's so glaring. I can't even pay attention to what the actor is doing. Oh my God. It's so fucking bad. Um, it's but, showing the passage of time. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prom... Um, the scene when uh, Mary like joy or er, goes to meet up with uh, Cass and Roland, and they're in their prom outfits. Oh my god! Did yeah. you guys feel feelings? Like I felt feelings. I mean, <laughs> I, I already have a giant crush on both of them, and both of them in the tux, like whew, they're yeah. they looked great. Oh yeah, amazing! I've never looked that hot in my life. I uh, am going to a wedding tomorrow, and was trying to shop for I thought a dress but seriously considered buying a multiple piece linen suit option, which oh, yeah. I did not end up going for, but I think that was heavily influenced by uh, recently watching this movie and being yeah. like, mm. oh, 
man, I could just get a lacy push-up bra and really like ruin this gal's wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> lean in, lean in, lean in. But also uh, the matching uh, jewels prom situation oh is just quintessentially 2004, I'd like to say. Truly. Yeah. All right. Uh, my new band name. Mm. Yeah. A memorable quote yeah. or a reference that would make a cool, edgy band name. And what would the genre be? Go for it, Luke. <clears throat> uh, towards the the, uh, the end, I, I really got floored by uh, I'm the father, I'm the boyfriend, I'm the boyfriend's father, or I'm the father's boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got the father, the boyfriend, and the father's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, mine is from a Mandy Moore quote where she's flirting with Patrick Fugit and she's asking which country had the worst heathens. <laughs> And so I think Worst Heathen would be yes. a good That's band. awesome. Damn, that's a really good band name. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you have any, Taylor? Um, I, I, I do. I, I have four. That's why I'm asking <laughs> Okay, you. great. I'll go. I okay. have two. I have two. I have one that I like, I hate it because I, I couldn't think of any. I wasn't paying attention. But uh, I wrote it down. So, uh, the first, I wrote down The Scooter Exorcist. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, they would be a pop punk band their first album would be burn in hell you narrow-minded tacky ass bitch um that's my probably might be my favorite quote in the whole movie um but then on the drive here i thought um <laughs> this is also a bad name but the muffin shop would be a really fun like yes all, all girl punk band you know yes. yeah like hell yeah. you know Close for business, maybe an album title. Exactly. Who knows? I love it. Yeah. So I've got uh, the Ultimate Rebel. Uh, they're a reactionary Christian country <laughs> music group. Um, and then yeah, that's one of the things that Pastor Skip calls Jesus. Yeah, he does. He's like the biggest CEO we've got. The Ultimate Rebel. <laughs> um, we have Tia's Tiara, which is a female <gasps> R&B group. Which is one of my favorite bits in the whole movie. Is That's just so lay good. off the tiara, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just lay off the tiara, Tia. Just, it's not happening. And I love that she gets it at the end. Like yep. after M yep. Mandy Moore's disgrace, she picks it, it up. It like, resolves, yeah. She's like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna rock this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. Uh, we've got Please Let It Be Cancer. <laughs> which are a uh, folk punk group they would totally open for andrew jackson jihad it's like right there it's a perfect billing there you go um and then finally we have the unwed mothers club they're a riot girl punk rock group that's like what i forget the exact quote but she says something like she's looking at her day planner and she's like well like i'll be an un i'll be a member of the unwed mothers club one three week. day or like one week after prom yeah mm -hmm. right on updated movie name or movie title I think saved is perfect. Yeah, I, think it's I, perfect. I can't. I couldn't think of it. I think it's great. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I couldn't come up with much. I have uh, devout doubt. And uh, if this came out in 2018 and not 2023, it would be uh, God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that did come out in 2018. Oh, I mean that came out in 2018. But <laughs> you could get. Oh man, you could get a Drake tie-in. It'd be great. You know, we'd get more butts and seats. <laughs> the Roger Deakins would be proud award. For cinematography any any mm -hmm. standout shots for me i think when they're at the beginning when they're uh screaming confessional in the pool and she hits her head and jesus swims down mm -hmm. okay is just like this beautiful ethereal 
lighting from behind into the water. It's and so that was really too. the only one I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a very competent film. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't like pinpoint anything that really stood out to me, but it was yeah. it, it was not like boring. It was very entertaining. I didn't notice any of the cinematography. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice any camera work. I just kind of got a second Lauren's thing. That was what I wrote down to was just like the eth- ethereal Jesus like pool scene. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So, so, I mean, so. yeah. Yeah. Cool. I feel the same way. I guess the only other one that I actively noticed was... Jenna Malone, I think, knows she's pregnant. I think this is right after the exorcism scene and uh, Patrick Fugit pulls up on his Vespa. (laughs) Not a scooter. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, most of it's very, like, practically filmed. It's, like, Mm -hmm. close up, back and forth. It's group shots if there have to be. Mm -hmm. But within this, there's an insert shot of a, that's pretty far away, and you see her isolated walking along and then he pulls up right in mm-hmm. front of her and you see this from pretty far away and then it goes into these close-up shots and that stood out to me because it's the only shot like that in the movie yeah sure. mm-hmm. i guess but yeah I okay. know it it definitely showed her like sense of isolation after being ostracized from her girls mm-hmm. and then this person that she kind of likes but doesn't really know kind of shows up and is like there and supportive for her i think very nice. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I I still want to talk about their relationship. Um, we also have the is that Channing Tatum in a dog collar award <laughs> awarded to an actor with an unexpected cameo or bit part. Um, personally, want to give it to Heather uh, Matarazzo. I don't Ma- want to say her name. Matarazzo. Matarazzo. Yeah. Matarazzo. Uh, Heather Matarazzo as Tia. Uh, yeah, she yeah. just like. Yeah, she's one of those actors that I'm like, every time she pops up in something, she takes me out of the movie because I'm like, oh shit! It's you! It's Dawn! It's Dawn from Welcome to the Dollhouse. Holy shit. (laughs) She's all grown up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I put down Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, him too. Just because I didn't expect it to be so much of a Macaulay film. I thought it was a Jenna Malone film, but Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time with Macaulay Culkin. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty balanced ensemble film, Mm -hmm. honestly. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We don't have any Hans Gruber Award. Oh, I actually have one. Yeah. Do we have Mandy one? Moore crashing into Jesus. Yeah, at was, the end. Huh. Christ decapitation is what I wrote. Christ decapitation. Yeah. Yeah. That works. That works yeah. for me. <laughs> uh, controversial hot take. I have a very serious one that's going to blow all your minds, oh. but I want to see what y'all have. Uh, I have one. I mean, it's a hot take. You know, uh, Cassandra should have been expelled like several times for acting out. Um, like she went to school drunk. It's a like Christian Catholic school, so like they take it's blasphemy pr- very seriously. You when know, did like, she go to school drunk? Oh, maybe it's the mall drunk. That's the mall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, she sh- I, I she rolls up to yeah. school with like beer cans. She would have been expelled in real life. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I feel like smoking on campus. Smoking is on a campus. Problem. Yeah. Showing your tits in assembly is a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she talks about, like, she's like, well, I'm only here because I'm on such thin ice. And it's like, well, if you're on that thin ice, like, mm, I think you want to do homeschool. Like, you're saying you don't, but you want to do homeschool. Mm-hmm. They want to save her. <laughs> <laughs> what is your hot take, Luke? Um, this might, I don't know if it's going to ruin the film for anybody. It, it, it is It is a speculation. It is. Uh, oh, I know what it is. You know what it is? I, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the whole movie is a, Dream. Oh, what are you talking about? As Jenna Malone is dying in the water. Oh, you think this is a Jacob's oh. Ladder scenario? It's a, oh my it's a, god! It's a, it's a gravity situation where the, the death actually happens when she hits her head. 
and the entire movie takes place in her imagination as she oh. slowly loses mm. oxygen. Well, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it is either. I don't think it take. is, but I don't dislike that idea. Have you seen Gravity? No. I have not, but you just explained it to me. <laughs> kind of, sorry. And now I'm No, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's uh, Sandra Bullock, the, the one she's in space. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch, I did. <laughs> I, I just the only thing I remember is well, her in space. And, well, the uh, thing is, like people speculate that it, that she actually died at the beginning during the explosion, and mm, like she's slowly losing oxygen and like hallucinates the entire movie. Okay, mm. but okay. it's like really it stands up if you watch it. It's like yeah, it could be that. That's why I went Jacob's Ladder because that whole movie is just he's. I don't, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, oh, okay. Fuck. I'm sorry if I ruined that. No. Um, anyway, it came out in like <laughs> one thousand years. Yeah, ago. it came yeah. out in like eighty nine. Yeah, so like, like eighty nine time. Uh, this I, I, is I on par it. with like Bruce Willis seeing dead people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Spoiler. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I thought your hot take was gonna be that she should have gotten an abortion. <laughs> oh no no no! I, I was surprised, but like that I like that's almost never gonna be my decision or like my yeah. I, I have no opinion on that for anybody in any way sure. so like, whatever anybody decides is up to them yeah yeah so like i didn't even register that she was still having the baby until the end of the movie mm. yeah because everyone else is off doing their own thing yeah like, oh that's that's happening good fine well you know abortion brings us into uh time for another spider-man award um <laughs> do we need a remake i don't think so no it's a pretty perfect kind of encapsulation of what they're trying to say and at that time specifically so i i wonder how this is a 2004 look at christianity and this was like back then this is hoorah we're going to war george mm -hmm. bush is president or he's, oh, he's yeah, our, a lot he's of our, george bush action in this film he's our he's our in christian savior in the white house yeah and this this movie must have grinded some gears mm -hmm. um today i'm not sure it would hit as hard but, oh no though we're like in the post-trump it might for a it's few um, different different I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you, Luke. I I think that this was a very. I'm glad it came out at the time that it did. Yeah, it really. And I'm fit. wondering. I'm wondering if I like. I didn't hear so much hoopla about it because it was shoved down, or I don't Maybe. know. Because this is definitely something. This is in my wheelhouse. I would have watched the hell out of this. Yeah. If I'd have known it was subversive and mm -hmm. and the way it is, so. From the cover, it does not look super subversive, really. I've never seen a Jenna Malone movie that that wasn't. So mm -hmm. I was, I was like, I was in as soon as I mm -hmm. saw her on the cover. I, mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be a Jenna Malone movie. So I'm like, fucking hey, let's do it. Mm. But uh, for some reason, I never watched it. Yeah, I talked to a coworker about this movie today, mentioning that I was going to do this tonight, and his reaction was. I remember the DVD cover from like it is a little. It's an iconic like image. It right? is. Yeah. With yeah. The hands met in prayer, and do they have like little halos? There was a halo on one. Yeah, and like the little and devil the horns. Boards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's there's one cover I saw that didn't even have or Jenna Malone's in the back. There's Weird. like there's like five people. I Macaulay Culkin's up front. Mm. Well, Weird. he's a solid I mean, point. Yeah. Him and Mandy Moore. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even Mandy Moore. It was like. Many more was like the biggest thing yeah. in, in the early 2000s. She was, oh, yeah, baby. She was mm -hmm. everywhere. But Do we know if she is the one singing the God Only Knows yes. cover? I'm pretty of, sure, yes, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even have, yeah, it's definitely her. She I've does never, a great job also at that yeah. cover. And I, I wondered if they got her in the movie so that she could sing the theme. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if like when we lost Anne Hathaway, it was like, a, oh, okay, well, let's get someone who can sing then. <laughs> and she had already been in a few movies. Yeah, she was I was saying, yeah, I'm actually sure like, remember, I'm kind of, and, bummed that mandy moore's not in more stuff because she's good i'm yeah. bummed well i don't know and maybe you guys can tell me and i have to look it up i'm sorry i feel like i'm derailing everything but mm -hmm. um yeah. 
this is I I never really watched anything else that she's been in. Like she's so good in this movie to me, and like I think I've seen snippets of other things. Uh, I know she does a lot of drama, and I'm sure she's fantastic in it because she's I think she was born to fucking act. But right. is she in more comedy because she is a funny ass comedian? I really don't think she is. She I think she should. Just that is like, a miss. <laughs> like, yeah. she, she needs to be in more comedy. Princess Diaries with Anne Hathaway. She is, she's such a bit part though. It is a bit part, and she's kind of playing like a popular similar yeah. type of she's the antagonist essentially right, for right. the main character and who is also in a girl group i think she does oh, sing yeah. a song they had to pop it in you know because she, yeah, she's the a pop star it's probably written into her contract that she has to sing <laughs> honestly I, I it would. might be <laughs> yeah. if i was Mandy more I would, I would kind of have that in my writer like yeah, yeah. let me sing a couple of the songs yeah i gotta yeah. do it obviously talented obviously su- successful you know she was in uh this is us i feel like that's she, the, yeah, the never biggest thing that. i never watched it either it was a tv series i had my I was, I was looking at her imdb she mostly did tv mm-hmm. and, and stuff so yeah so did our director i looked him up yeah and it's like he just basically after this he's like he's just making tv money yeah yeah which good on him yeah, yeah. um i'm gonna slip one in really quick because i don't know if it's actually out of line or not, but uh, the oh, it's a sailboat award. Uh, what are the themes or bigger messages that the director is trying to convey? I think we talked on it already quite a bit. It's yeah, it's, yeah basically it's, they, they lay it out pretty clearly. It is yeah. actually it's theme normal. heavy, and it's it's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they do it so well by showing not telling too, yes. which mm-hmm. is like a pet peeve in any writing, mm-hmm. and. It's just like across the board, we're gonna like back this up with like five different examples of you, you, your Christian values, whatever you think you, you know, this is the reality of like real unconditional love and real acceptance and support, charity, whatever you wanna, mm-hmm. like however you wanna classify it. But, and it's not because of big man in the sky. It's because we're both human beings and I can recognize you as a human being and have compassion for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like everyone in the movie has a crisis of faith too. Like it's like yeah. religion is a double-edged sword that's like, yes, it's like it can give you building blocks and ideals of how to be a good human being and a good person. Um, but also, I mean, it, I'm saying it can. I'm just I know, I know, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm not there. I'm right there with you. But, um, sure. uh, but on the, you know, double-edged sword kind of thing, it's like it also like life isn't black and white. So it's like, you know, That's exactly you've got characters yeah. like Pastor I, Skip and Mandy Moore who are just like, no, no, no. But I've been like, like Mandy Moore is like, she, I would argue she goes through the worst crisis of faith in the entire movie. When she crashes the car into Jesus, she's like. I, would, I, would, I, I fucking would argue, did everything I was supposed to be doing. I would argue it happens right before that when she lies in front of God. Yeah, mm. that on, too. On stage. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was like the and then the nothing happens swear. to her. Necessarily. You know, it's like uh, Tia again yeah. coming yeah. in clutch. Yep. Swear it, Hillary <laughs> Faye. You know, swear to God and everyone else. Yeah. I, I really love that moment though the you know when Pastor Skip is like it, it the Bible is black and white yeah you know and it's just like no like that I did you know it's a, it's a bit heavy handed and you know like mm-hmm. after school especially but it it's so good like it really I think it works it's it's backed up by the actions of basically everybody in the movie yeah and mm-hmm. I also love. Uh, <laughs> The gay boyfriend, I don't remember his name. I don't think he gets a name. He gets a name. Um, yes, yeah, he 
Mitch? I just heard it. What, no. His date? Did I make that up? <laughs> Starts with a D. Oh, yeah. He, it's his um, roommate, right? But I love them coming back and being like, no, this is my prom. I'm going to be here. We deserve sure. yes. to be here. And like claiming the space. It's Mitch. 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 We love Mitch. I also, honestly, one of my favorite parts is the first like 20 minutes mm-hmm. where it's a lot of montage and voiceover. And it is so funny to me i can't it's like how could he be gay and there he's figure skating with an i love jesus yeah i'm just like sweating thank you jesus Jesus. and i i think jenna malone fantastic but Mm -hmm. like the voiceover work that she does in this movie is just so spot on tonally Mm -hmm. and it doesn't bother me at all it doesn't feel like lazy at all because it's just it's a lot of material to cover, and you need her point of view to understand where she's coming from. And sure. It's so enjoyable. Dean. I found it. Dean. Dean. Dean's the boyfriend. No. Dean. Dean's the boyfriend. Yes. But the boyfriend's boyfriend is Mitch. Oh, the boyfriend's oh. boyfriend is Mitch. I yes. was talking about Dean. The, the father's, I'm the father's so boyfriend. It's fine. A lot of boyfriends. Sorry. I was talking <laughs> about the boyfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> yes. The father's boyfriend. I was saying the father, <laughs> the boyfriend, and the Holy Spirit. The so. father is Dean. Uh, be kind. Please rewind reward. Would you recommend this film and rewatch it again yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't I'll, recommend I'll, it enough. I'll, I'll, I will be rewatching this for sure. Yeah. Uh, anytime I fucking weep twice, it's like, yeah, <laughs> kind of got to say you should watch this. I still have that VHS tape that my dad got me when I was 13. There you that go. has been rewound many old times. All right. <laughs> uh, the Neil Breen Struggle for Relevance Award. I don't even think he applies here, but yeah, like all the, all the themes in this movie. Yeah, stand unfortunately, up. super relevant. Yeah, yeah we're like, still a very repressed Christian nation. <laughs> so. I think totally. Even more recently, like we're seeing such in the name of Christian values. Yeah, like the abortion bans that are happening all yes. over the country, the anti-trans, anti-trans, anti-gay, yeah, all of it, yes. and this is all being done with the like standing of like bring our nation to Christianity back to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such fucking bullshit. It's horrible. Yeah. I think like if there could be an adjustment to the film in some way, if there could be a pro choice stance kind mm-hmm. of written in because sure. there it's a uh, abortion is just not an option, which makes sense for the character. It wouldn't be yeah. in yeah. this mm-hmm. community. It would never be an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think if it were remade today or if you were to add something to it, yeah. that, I think that would be important, especially for today's youth, because it, it's, it's still such a fucking big mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. It would easily fit into a conversation that Cassandra could have as a practicing Jew. Yeah. <laughs> because abortion's not like a criminal act in no. judaism like, or, or the bible no nor so. the bible but like in judaism in yeah. general that's yeah. not like it's a, not an issue the way it is in christianity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think there are two different christianities from this film and what we mm-hmm. have today um it's much more republicanized it's much more a political thing rather than yeah. a, a relationship with god I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with anything you said but like i think we're we're looking we're almost looking at two different animals but it's still the same problem with people blindly following mm-hmm. someone on television telling them what to think. I oh, think no. if, if it was now, remade now, now today, that I'm canceled. Yeah. <laughs> if it was remade today, I feel like 
Pastor Skip would be like a TV televangelist, like that level of mega church situation. I, mean, I think that's what I was expecting from yeah. the character as I watched it, but it never really panned no, out. No, so. this is a much yeah. like gentler kind of yeah. easygoing, cool Pastor Skip. Cool. Pastor Skip. My <laughs> with, son skateboards. With, with exactly. A, for Jesus. With a, with a non, non-obvious cool. urban patois. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a rainy day pairing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Best double feature. Is yours automatically built in with the pairing that you got them when you were a child? Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell you, nothing chases like teen yeah. angst and Christianity like matchstick. A, con- a yeah. good con. A good yeah. con yeah. with Nicolas Cage. I mean, I almost thought about saying that just because like the two are kind of linked in this weird way, that weird <laughs> sick day where sure. I just watched those two fucking movies. Maastricht Man does not have rewatch value so much as <laughs> Save does. Um, I have I have a better I have yeah, a better option. Fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a better a better one that I think like for, you know, the vi- the the viewers. The peop- maybe anyone anyone listening? The listeners. Um <laughs> and it's actually the last uh when we did Serial Mom, I think you picked this movie as the rainy day pairing for Serial Mom, and I'm gonna pick it for this movie, and that's But I'm a Cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. That's on my list too. Also, you know what? We've talked about it so many goddamn times. We the should, three of us have to do But I'm a Cheerleader. We should just so do it. Perfect for June. Yeah. Perfect for June. Yeah, I agree. I think that yeah, that I haven't seen it in a really long time, it's but still I just remember good. it being it still fantastic. Holds up. It's still yeah, yeah, yeah it's not, still good. I think I watched it once when I was a teenager. Same. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I think I think these those two movies would work really well. Awesome, yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I had also, but I'm a cheerleader um, as an alternate choice though. Um, and again, I'm not trying to be a, a jerk and say it's too after school specially, but if you want to go for the full after school special jamboree, you do saved and fought, chase it with uh, Empire Records. Okay, I don't oh. think I've seen that one. Oh no, no. Okay, okay, that is like. I mean, again, it's, it's, I haven't seen it in a long time, but like, I remember same. watching it as a teenager yeah. and being like, holy shit, like, I am oblivious. I am a teenager, but these messages are coming at you hot and heavy. Like, yes. that movie is literally like <laughs> every single sector of teenage life, like, problematically. Yeah. You get smacked with. Like, it's like, I'm anorexic. <laughs> I am, like, getting cheated on. I am, like, uh, you know, a person of color being, like, uh, you know, looked at differently. I am, like, it's just every single. <laughs> I'm being preyed upon by an older man. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like, well, no, it's like, I, I wish that actually, eh, that one's not really in there. I wish it was. Um, but it is one of those things of, like, you know, guys, we might all be different, but have you ever taken a step back and realized we're all the same? <laughs> like, it's very, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would love to do that one because that one is like a, yeah, I watched I watched my fair share of Empire Records. I'm not dissing Empire Records. I, I, I need to see it again. All I remember from that movie is Liv Tyler is very attractive in that movie. That oh, indeed she's she is. Yeah. Okay. Um, my first instinct was almost famous. Okay. Because it's okay. a coming of age Patrick Fugit. Ah. And it's a, also Fugit. like, it's it's like it's meandering and all of these different things happen but in the end it is like coming back to oneself as a younger person Mm -hmm. uh so that was my initial instinct but i then uh, was (laughs) i think i jotted this down mid podcast was 10 things i hate about you Uh that would be a fun it's just another like teenage high school kind of rom-com like conflict of 
interests and trying to be your best self and all of yeah. this. And, you know, I don't know. That's another movie that I think gives me the same, um, like, happy, nostalgic feelings. Sure. Totally. Which not everybody has around that movie, but, you know, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, so it's that's like my fun actual game. choice, I think. Mine is a, a, a movie... I mistakenly thought Saved was like when I think back about it because <laughs> Saved is, is it came out around the same time but it's the the Dangerous Lives of Alter Boys oh yeah that would be oh, a perfect pairing actually I never actually. watched that I've never is seen it's, it it's um, Jenna Malone uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and um, oh I forget her name but they're priests yeah and there is like it's a, it's about religion again you know we should do that one I, yeah we're, it's on the list okay Ooh, yeah. I want to watch it yeah, that's a good. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We I, can watch it and in my mind's eye, it's a good movie. Yeah, uh, on on record on podcast, I don't know if it's a good movie, but I remember. I think it's it a, a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it deals with the same things. It's it's uh, you know high school, Catholic school, you know romance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. New kids in town. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I got. Cool, cool. Nice. And speaking of movie recommendations, we have the Sonic Def Monkey Top Five. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, a made-up list with deep emotional and esoteric relevance to the subject of the film. Mm. Uh, this episode's subject matter is, uh, what are your top five all-time movies that shine a light on Christianity? I did not do don't well worry, with this. Worry about it. That's but okay. I have, so I have like, three. All voluntary. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple, but not, not I don't know. Uh, yeah. I top, what are your top two then, Lauren? Okay. I thought that this was mainly like a crisis of faith examination. So that's kind sure. of what I based mine. So I'll do top two. The first one being The Exorcist. Ooh, nice. Um, and then number one favorite crisis of faith movie is The Coen Brothers' A Serious Man. I love that. Which love is, that God, I need to read probably so my favorite. This is controversial. Maybe my favorite Coen Brothers movie, Very actually. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I it can't that. be controversial. That's not controversial. I will give you controversial. A personal I just opinion. trained a guy. I'm not going to name names. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I literally just trained a guy at the bar yesterday that I work at. And he was like making conversation. And he told me that he's like he had just watched The Big Lebowski for the first time. Yeah. How old is this person? Oh, I know. Oh, I don't know. He's probably like in his. He's probably. I'm gonna be generous and say he's like in his late 20s, early 30s. I don't know his actual age. Um, peaches, peaches. Yes, that. Peaches, yes, that person. <laughs> hope he does. I mean, hey, hope you're listening, bud. Hope you're a subscriber. Um, but hope he's not listening. Um, oh, okay. I will just quick wrap this up with. He's like, yeah, you know, he's making conversation. Just watch Big Lebowski for the first time. Didn't get it. I don't understand why people like that movie. <laughs> I was like, I was taken aback. I was like, oh fuck. But then like. I had to like swallow my pride and like swallow all that and be like, you know what? People people are allowed to like what they like. They have different tastes. Yeah. So I was just yeah. like, oh. And then I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, man. Like I mean, I can attest. Most people are right. Like I love that movie. <laughs> that movie is like. It's a classic. There's a reason why that people love that movie. It is a good movie, sir. But yeah. you know what? You're allowed to have your own opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, serious man. Uh, the beginning at the the period piece. Mm-hmm. Very authentic Yiddish. Yeah. I, I love it for how they went. Like hardcore to get the the real language in there. It's I, so good. I love that movie. I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a couple years. I need now, to watch it again. Too. But I would yeah. love to rewatch it. Um, Me also, too. one of the best trailers I've seen cut together for that film. It's yeah. really good. It's a really good trailer that actually like gives you. Uh, f- the feeling of the entire film kind of encapsulated without giving really any plot points away. Mm-hmm. 
And just watching this character slowly crumble while trying to desperately cling on to faith. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's like, it's like a peak example of losing your religion. (laughs) Very good. Yeah. I am would be proud. (laughs) Excellent example. Um, I I was given that prompt at the beginning, at first, and I couldn't think of enough films about Crisis of Faith because I don't have faith. So I, I kind of pushed Chuck into changing it into like movies that shine a light on Christianity, maybe mm-hmm. poke fun at it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought of something else actually. Because Chuck told you that's what it was. What? Or, what, uh, or maybe, <laughs> maybe did I write the wrong thing down? Oh, I don't know. No, shine a light on Christianity. Um, did you give yours, Chuck? Oh, not yet. Go for it, man. Okay, you want me to jump in? Yeah. All right. So I do have the full five. So Our, we, we probably nice. have the same list. So. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I've got a, I've got some wild cards on here. Um, okay. <laughs> number five is a wild card for sure. Uh, the Mist. Okay. It's an adaptation of a Stephen King novella. I should have done Stephen King. I, yeah. But um, I put it on here because there is a character who uh, it's like it's a semi bit part in The Mist, but there is a character while The Mist is happening, which is like a whole thing that like you know it encompasses. Um, this small town in Maine, because of course it's fucking Maine, mm-hmm. and um, no one knows what's happening. There's monsters in the mist that are killing everybody that walks out into the mist. There is a woman who is a devout Catholic who is using this as a like, this is end of days, God is testing us, yada yada, mm-hmm. and she basically gets the entire group, or not the entire group, but like ninety percent of the group, aside from like the main character and a couple other stragglers to basically join her little like Christian covenant and start doing like a bunch of random things to repent and apologize to God so that he'll clear away the mist. Yeah. And her work is like exactly anti what the main character is doing because the main character is coming from like a scientific background and he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, this is like a, you know, something has happened like, you know, fucking like, uh, there's probably like some kind of nuclear attack or something's happening. Like, this is not God. This is science. This is like, we need to get out of here. This is like fucking Agent Orange, basically. Yeah. And again, no one knows what's happening, but I put it on there because it does shine a light on Christianity of like the classic, like, I know it's, I don't know. Yeah, I totally should have thought of like uh, Father Callahan and Salem's Lot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely spaced on that. <laughs> uh, number four is a great, f- I mean, they're all, all of them are bangers. Yeah, I'm just, you know, spoilers <laughs> ahead. They're all bangers. But uh, <laughs> number four is First Reformed. It's a Paul Schrader movie that came out in like 2017, I think. Um, Ethan Hawke is a priest who is having a crisis of faith because he is a devout Christian. He is a, you know, priest. He has leads a church and the world is falling apart. Global warming is a thing. Everything him and his little community can do, not even tip of the iceberg. He starts looking into it. And he slowly becomes a political extremist because he understands that one of the like biggest polluters in the like in America is in his fucking backyard. So he's like, oh, I'm going to blow them up. (laughs) It's great. It's fucking amazing. It's literally taxi driver with Jesus. <laughs> awesome. Probably better than Taxi Driver, honestly. Jesus like takes the wheel. He wrote Taxi Driver. It's that's better what I'm than that. Taxi Driver. It's not better than Ethan Hawke as opposed to Robert De Niro. Kind. It's not better than Taxi Driver. Okay. But I mean, okay. like, I guess, like, if <laughs> you were coming ones. at it with like gener, if you were coming at it with Zoomer eyes, <laughs> I fucking love. I will defend Taxi Driver all day. I just want to go on record for that. Oh my god. Um, so I'm going to detract that statement. I've had a couple of uh, maybe not so Virgin Marys. Um, excuse, excuse, excuse me. Um, <laughs> 
is. You ramble so I do. Much. I'm so good at it, though. <laughs> I mean, I know this the from, like, <laughs> living with you and having conversations with you mostly every day. Um, it all comes out. It all does. I'm a rambling man. incredible, honestly, to have to sit here and listen to a podcast. Am I, right? I should do a podcast. Uh, I'll speed through them really fast then. Okay. I will keep them short and sweet from now on. Uh, three is Benedetta. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it. Holy uh, fuck. I haven't seen it and I want to see it. So don't give anything I away. I won't give anything away. I will say it is Paul Verhoeven. Right. Who made Showgirls and Robocop, yep, which yep. we covered Robocop. We're going to do Showgirls eventually because that movie is And Starship Troopers like to be on that podcast. Right. I have Noted. many But Do you like Dougie Chow? So anyways, picture the guy who made Showgirls making a, his, and this is tr- this is a real thing that happened apparently. He is, I mean, obviously he embellishes, but. Horny nun. Horny <laughs> Showgirls nun lesbian anti-like. Uh, like the cloth movie. Okay. <laughs> so basically, Benedetta is very devout and she's doing her thing for Christianity. And, you know, obviously people do their religion the way they want to do it. But basically, it's, yeah, it's Benedetta being a super cool, horny lesbian nun and getting shunned for it. Um, and she I, was a real person, which blew my mind. I mean, obviously, she was not the person that Paul Verhoeven like <laughs> cast. You know, I don't think the real Benedetta was like a triple D like Swedish woman who with guns. But you know, uh, <laughs> one of the horniest trailers I've seen in a long time. Honestly, I haven't even seen the trailer. I just know Fucking that great. it's a movie, and because my mother's company that mm-hmm. she's had for over thirty years is. Benedetta. That is yeah. the name. And when Wonderful this movie came out, products, by the way, thank you, darling. My life. I agree. Um, <laughs> Mom, you're amazing. Uh, but she was like pretty upset when this movie came out. She was just like, "Great." Now, when people search Benedetta, they're gonna come up with this fucking movie and not my skincare. <laughs> and and so, like, part of me was just like, "I don't want to watch this movie because." It made my mom sad for a day. But ultimately, I really want to see this movie. It looks fucking (laughs) sick. (laughs) Dude, no shade on your mom, but the movie might be better than her skincare products. I'm just saying, it's great. You really like that spray I spray on your face sometimes. I do. I do. Also, uh, yeah, we'll just get into guest pluggables right away. Um, Please support (laughs) Benedetta's skincare. Um, But anyways, yeah, just to wrap this up. uh, Number two, obviously, but I'm a cheerleader. I don't feel like I need to go into this one, but... Because I think we're going to do a whole episode on it very, very soon. But yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. You know, you've got the uh, religious uh, conversion camp, all that kind of fun stuff. And then number one, I haven't revisited it. So maybe it's not my number one, but it'll always be number one, um, Dogma. I had that on my list as well. Honestly, the best Kevin Smith movie, like aside from Clerks, or maybe even better than Clerks. I don't know. I need to watch them both back to back. But yeah, it's like where Kevin Smith gets things right, basically. It's the vodka talking. It is the vodka talking. (laughs) No, that's great. Yeah, I, I think we still had different ideas of what the top five was, but Dark Dogma's <laughs> Dogma's my number four. Number four. Oh, number five is Dangerous Lives of Walter Boy. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, The Ninth Gate. Oh my God, yes. What it, is it, the Ninth Gate? Oh, it's so fun. It's, it's hot it's, trash. I it's, love it. It's hot trash. It's problematic because it's um, what's his name? Is um, it Depp or is it? Uh, it is. Oh, it's double. It's double. Oh, bad now. Double it's danger. Depp and Polanski. Okay. Roman Polanski. Yeah. Oh, that Polanski. That Polanski. Yes. Yeah. The one, the only. Uh, Yeah, that's a deeply problematic. It is extremely problematic, but I still like its depiction of 
the cult mm. mm-hmm. of Christianity. Mm. It's it's just a it's it what's, does its thing. What's the like setup brief summary? John, Johnny Depp is a rare book seller because <laughs> oh. of course he is. God, I might have so, seen so he's this, like the Sherlock honestly. Holmes of finding rare tomes. Oh God, I definitely and, and have like seen. He that. gets into the occult, and you know someone hires him to hunt down a mm. second copy of this very rare mm-hmm. book, apparently written by Satan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's still on my list. You know, mm. um, I stand by it. Uh, number two, the messenger. I don't know if a lot of people have seen this. Why does it sound so familiar? It's Joan of Arc. Oh, oh, yes. Dustin Hoffman plays either the god or the devil mm-hmm. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he... Uh, have, you, have you not seen it? No. You oh, should watch dude, it. I'm good. not going to spoil yeah. it. Okay, thank you. It's a good time. Uh, I love this movie. I, I watch it over and over again. It's got Vincent Castle, mm-hmm. one of my favorite actors, French actor. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, I'm spacing on her name. Mila Jovovich is Joan of Arc. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just great. And I just... I just Go back to it again and again, and it just makes me warm and fuzzy inside at the end. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Somebody said it. (laughs) Uh, And number one, The Life of Brian. Yes. 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 That's the one movie I was like, yeah, well, for sure. That's that's the one. Yeah. Classic. I can't believe I didn't think of that. It took me a while, too. But yeah, it's uh, it's the most one of the most subversive while not being subversive films about Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought of um, Spotlight, which is a more recent movie it's michael keaton rachel mcadams um but it's basically about the boston journalists who uncover all the sex abuse oh i remember the trailers for that um i think it's an oscar winning movie it's one that i like a lot (laughs) <laughs> it's it's procedural in a lot of ways it's sure. these like journalists like normal ass people just following the story and like trying to follow through i also think there are like some really like heavy hitters in there like helen Mirren might be like in it as one of like the publishing execs interesting um mark ruffalo he's in it he goes fucking insane i'm in part way through that movie it's great and say no more it's it's a really well done drama um but it's also like truly like hard to watch and kind of heartbreaking because there are yeah. some incredibly well acted scenes of survivors talking about what has happened and so also dealing with their faith and trying to confront what has actually happened and bring it to light. So I yeah. don't know. That came up for me. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Definitely check that out. I, I got two. Yeah. You know, and we've been talking about this for a while, but just uh, an actu- actually a documentary I, I watched last week. Um, called uh, Jesus Camp. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. thought of that. This movie made me think of that movie, sure. and so I decided to watch it for the first time. And it was a lot, you know. And it doesn't yeah. really. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting documentary because I feel like it doesn't like necessarily make commentary. It's like very very subtle. It doesn't but as have the to. Viewer, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to. It's, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, that, I would recommend it. It's, and that, was, that came out the same time this did. Yeah, which it makes sense. I mean, you know, talk about like, you know, Bush being uh-huh. that like that Christian figure they in, had in office. They cutouts of him, you know? didn't they? Like in, in uh, Jesus Camp. They had cutouts of Bush and Oh, yeah. They talked a Dick lot. Cheney, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. They were the, the golden goat or the golden calves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and a movie I just thought of while we were having this conversation. I don't know what reminded me of it, but um, The Devils. have Has anyone seen The Devils? 
Woo. Um, do you, it's from 1971. Um, it stars Oliver Reed. Woof. And, um, <laughs> woof, woof, bow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, woof in a bad way and a good way. Cause it's kind of hot. Whoops. And, um, anyways, <laughs> I can't recommend this movie enough. It's fucking wild. Um, it's based on the devils of Ludon. If you know that story, um, watch this movie. It's a, it's it's really truly like a beautifully artfully done uh, oh. film. I, I'm not gonna fully oh, get into it's it. It's a Ken Russell. Uh, watch it. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Just fucking watch it. I'm down. It's so good. You know, we should have a movie. I don't know if this should be on there or not, but I was like, I can cut it out later. Thinking about like religion and like trying to like deal with it, but the the witch, the double vive witch, the witch. I never saw yeah. that one. That would fit into this category. Yeah, well, it's Shyamalan, right? It, it definitely. No, no. Uh, that is uh, Mr. Eggers. Okay. Yeah, Robert Eggers. Okay. And probably his best movie. What's <laughs> up there? <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of puritanical angst. I don't know. And sure. then, I, guess, uh, so. yeah. well, I think that was in the village too. The village was a commentary on. Yeah. Also, you know, now that we're talking about guys, there's a lot of movies that fit into this category. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's almost like, uh, you know, really... I can bend it to my will as much as Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's almost like religion messes a lot of people up. <laughs> you know, people have thoughts and feelings about it. Yeah. All right, on to the epilogue. Back to saved. <laughs> <laughs> Back to saved. Um, this is the part where we give the verdict, where we decide to let the film live, continue to monitor. For problematic behavior, or just kill it. Live, live. Baby, live. I'm, I'm, live I think it's pretty un, pretty unanimous. Yeah, this, yeah, this was just like Jesus. hilarious, amazing film. I yeah. I want I the I want young people to watch this movie. Right, like <laughs> it, it should be. Yeah. I think it's it's not only like, I think it's all like for a specific reason. Well, okay. Whoa, Taylor, <laughs> talking into a microphone. This is kind of hard. <laughs> um. For all the reasons I think we previously stated, it's a good movie for a younger person to watch, um, but also how uh, relationships should be, like romantic mm. relationships specifically. Sure. I think both the the Roland and uh, Cassandra relationship, how that like starts and pans out, definitely um, Mary and... Uh, cutie patuties yeah <laughs> the the cute boy what's what, patrick. patrick patrick playing patrick sorry yeah. um, is that actually his like, character name yeah yeah oh yeah That's yeah it is. it's a little confusing but like how patrick acts in this film is like how i wish other characters in other teen movies would act mm -hmm. you know like it he's not fucking negging her he's not forcing himself on her like he's super respectful and just like accepting completely and there's just something so nice about it anyways he's, that, he's a profoundly better character than his father yes oh, yeah. Which yeah. Is amazing. i don't know I one happened. scene when they're sitting on the couch together you 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 it's completely laid out he has yeah. a sense of reality that his father is like completely disassociated from yep and it's not like uh, fight scene which i like that could have been easily like a choice that was made but instead it's just like dad like grow up can you grow see up, exactly yeah grow up <laughs> yeah very cool um yeah thank you all for uh, showing me this film yeah i'm uh, excited to watch it again yeah i am also excited to I... watch it again and try and 
make other people watch it because honestly it was a really good experience i i would say if we try to make other people watch it we should uh give them a little bit of context because it <laughs> might look like you're actually trying to hang hand them christian propaganda like, yeah. sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> tell them like it's not what you think it is i think but you need to watch this yeah reminding people that it exists especially sure. i yeah. think women around our age probably grew up with some understanding of this movie and maybe forgot about it and it is definitely worth revisiting for multiple reasons but yeah just just warm your heart a little bit maybe have a little <laughs> cry yeah. it's definitely worth rewatching. um does anyone want to but do you want to plug any pluggables i would like to no plug Chuck, benedetta you, you work here. Oh. skincare products <laughs> That's right. I would like to redact my statement when I said that the uh, horny lesbian nun movie made by the amazing Paul Bannon is uh, better than the skin products. The skin products are very good, and you should support this company. Um, I personally have, uh, you know, used lotions and uh, lovely little kind of orange blossom spritzes. It's it's divine. It's uh, you should support toner. them. It's, good. it's not a toner. It's <laughs> It's a hydrating elixir, you guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm really bad at ad copy, My mom apparently. is not going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, if y'all want to, you know, Good visit stuff. me at Benedetta Skincare. We've been producing 100% botanical skincare for over 30 years, baby. Mm -hmm. There's our commercial right there. There it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. We're going to have some uh, some new tiers available soon with some car noise. <laughs> yeah, you too can hear. Guess yeah. that car. <laughs> That'll be a fun... Hey, let's not skip ahead. That's a fun Patreon exclusive is Guess That Car. Uh, anyways, thanks again for listening. This has been The Nostalgia Killers. I have been The Clones. I've been Taylor Diffendorfer. I have been Chuck Starzynski. And I have and will continue to be Lord Haney. Bang, bang.